0: Hey there, welcome to Sam's podcast. The home of truth, life, love and music and where we keep it all about Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for tuning in into another episode of Sam's podcast. We have been delving into sort of conversion from our blog into podcasts that have been stationed right here we have been doing conversions of what we now call broadcasts or was it poor yeah we do not exactly have a name for it but probably we do i don't know anyway we are doing posts from sam's blog and having them over here for the sake of those to whom it may be a liability to engage with our content via site or via reading we do understand we ask that you may really cherish this opportunity and please feel free to give feedback to us via official platforms that shall be communicated at the end of this podcast episode We are going to delve into the second and last of the reassurance series posts this is reassurance the river still flows this post was penned down on the march the 7th 2020 by sam katana are you ready well i am ready as i am so ready when you are let's go with the topics that are in post. Our first topic will be love. Our second topic shall be corruption. Our third topic, the river still flows. Our fourth topic, today's post's theme song. On to the first topic. Love, a pure act and being of God by God from God, expressed towards man. An expression that man's heart can only reflect, but from which it can't naturally emanate. Its first intimate interaction, that is, by man, we see it with man beholding Eve in the garden. And I quote, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. End of quote. Another quote. And I quote, Love, a pure act and being of God, by God, from God, expressed towards man. End of quote. What a beauty! What a sight to lay eyes upon! Yet this beauty was soon visited upon by a cunning creature, the embodiment of which was an ancient deceiver satan he brought man to the realization that there could be something else more pleasurable more beautiful that which surpassed their current reality that is in the garden in the presence of god at their disposal were abundance authority over all living things and above all things, a personal relationship with God himself, for he was with them in the garden. Yet this promise by this unusual creature was of something greater. They beheld God himself, yet they were being convinced to accept something that seemed to prove itself greater than God. Only that little would they know this creature previously had, and suffered its consequences. Deception had intercepted their hearts. Now a choice laid and picked up ahead. To either hold on to what they knew from the very mouth of God, or disbelieve the words and wonder to follow this new promise, would they find satisfaction? Would their actions fulfill their heart's longing? Not to sound like a downer, but with every good thing, every pleasant thing that has been entrusted, man, there has been an undeniable corruption. The pursuit of Adam and Eve for something sweeter than what God had already provided bore no fruit. It actually bred in them the opposite of what they sought. They desired being wise like God. They begat foolishness, you know, crudely being honest. They desired life. Their days were now numbered until death. And I quote, The fruit is pleasing to the senses of sight and taste. It looks good. It tastes good. It must be something good. Right? Unbeknown to them, the beauty of pure love that once inhabited them had started to fade. Oh, we ended the quote at right. Sorry, I did not make that point. Let's continue. Let me take it again. Unbeknown to them, the beauty of pure love that once inhabited them had started to fade. They would accuse each other before God. That choice they made would lead them on to a path that would riddle their gullible hearts. With, and I quote, For whilst corrupted like a crumpled up paper, it becomes hard to revert back to original state. End of quote. With corruption. Second topic, corruption. Corruption comes from the word corrupt. To corrupt is to make impure, make unclean, do away with a state of innocence, in a state of decay, morally depraved, infected, contaminated. It is a vile state to be in, for whilst in it like a crumpled up paper, it becomes hard to revert back to the original state. Whilst in it, the real and original seem to be a foreign thing. We can think of corruption in light of the pollution that is adversely present on the earth we live in. Some people who live on many parts of this earth have been so accustomed to this pollution that it is just too hard for them to picture a world where nature flourishes undeterred. Where trees canopy the vast plains that are now pricked with skyscrapers. Where rivers run their course with an incomparable shimmer of crystal blue yet now exuberate the full rainbow spectrum with a special thanks to industrial wastes. A picture of promises unfulfilled. A promise of something better. This promise had a condition. Some compromise. Some accepting of standards below what is desirable. That the natural be done away with, be considered foreign, be cast out. Only then, then, and only then will the promise be fulfilled and their longings satisfied. Yet, what was brought about was short-lived happiness. A little aesthetic short-term pleasure Delivering what the terms and conditions catered for, for a long term period of consequences that were not catered for. And I quote God's original picture was that of a heart beholding Him and thus exuberating Him in its pursuit of Him. End of quote pains to see the world around us in such light of man's promises but hand in hand the failure to deliver them vividly before our eyes ranging from political authorities to close friends to be exact it just is discouraging when shortchanged for the deceptive option When the real one was just within reach we may feel a little like adam and eve when they realized they were forever cut from the place they could have called home for an eternity on the other hand when we are inhabited with this deception and our hearts are drawn towards deceiving others over being truthful We make another soul feel a foot farther from true fulfilment. Yet, unfortunately, we actually are. A hundred percent of the time is how frequent our hearts are prone to wander. How often they wear the raiments of corruption. What a pain corrupted hearts are both to the offended and to also, if only they would open their eyes to it, the offenders themselves. Our hearts are as a river and corruption as dirt or wastes. Our hearts were created by God. They are the wellsprings of life's issues. They are the deposit boxes of all that the ears and eyes behold. God's original picture was that of a heart beholding him and thus exuberating him in its pursuit of him. In so doing, it would be worshipping him. Also intended was that it may not only just take in what is beheld, but also express what is taken in. Like a river, it was supposed to flow what fills it. In its corruption, the heart was now turned deceitful and desperately sick beyond all things. As Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 narrates, What a transformation! But for the worse... What once was made for the sole worship of God was deceived into seeking for something greater than God. It did not find it and now was accursed for its sin. The waters from this river now no longer flowed with the life it once enrichingly exuberated. And I quote, The intention of God's creation of the heart was so that it may exuberate what it beholds. End of quote. Like wastes thrown into the river, corruption that defies not only the aesthetic nature of the river, but also chokes the life from within. God was its source. By forsaking this source, and seeking another more satisfying one the river was cut from the only satisfying source that existed yes corruption seems to have cut off a source of refreshment for those refreshed by what comes from god now the waters lay stagnant we know that stagnant water attracts all manners of critters and diseases just like a dead body. Is this the fate of the river? Is this the fate of man's heart? As we look at the world today, so much corruption has taken place that we are seeing it less possible to behold again how purity would have looked like. We hope to be instruments of God in this world. Yet I believe we think, how could God's good, pleasing, and perfect will be carried out in a world so corrupted? The rainbow of God's promise seemingly has been taken captive now to represent the gay pride. The banners read, love is love. The purpose of money, to be used of God to allow for providence towards us and through us to others, has been taken captive by our deceitful hearts to hoard it, to worship its abundance, etc. Sexual impurity in the pinnacle of the church leadership unfaithful people? Can we really be sure of anything anymore? I could go on and on and on about how much corruption has taken away from God's original picture. But first, take heart, dear child. There is one thing you can be sure of. And I quote, the river still flows. End of quote. A scene takes place in Sychar, Samaria, where a wearied Jesus takes rest beside the famously benounced Jacob's Well. Here, a Samaritan woman approaches and proceeds to draw water from the well. Jesus asks of the woman a drink of the well water. Yet, the woman brings up what seems to be foreign to her. A Samaritan sharing with a Jew. Jesus breaks this foreign or this real barrier by introducing to her what would not only cure her perception of what is real or foreign, but also would cure her thirst. Thirst? She wondered. Wasn't the man asking for water, yet he talks of thirst? He needs it more than I do. I am okay. This water satisfies my thirst. What could be better than this water at casting off my thirst? The woman and Jesus continue in conversation, and something else is realized. The woman has been with five husbands, and the sixth man she is now with isn't her husband. Jesus was offering to be the seventh man and complete her search for whatever could satisfy her longing heart. Jesus was offering to be the source from which life-giving waters will dwell up. These waters will dwell up in her To eternal life did she comprehend what Jesus had just said to her well she seemed to have for well she seemed to have for she went out to the town and shared with the townspeople what reality she had just encountered again she went to the townspeople and shared with them what reality she had just encountered Of a man who unconditionally promised eternity who could give waters that seize our thirst for what cannot satisfy waters that give life who told her all she ever did could this be another foreign thing or is this the reality we've been wandering from since the beginning The river still flows. (music) Topic number three The river still flows. And I quote If we were wired for eternity, desiring finite things leaves in our hearts a big gap. End of quote. God's river of refreshment still flows. It hasn't been cut off. It still fills. It enriches. It refreshes. It is full of water. Life-giving water. Not that Jacob's well is also with water, but what makes it incompatible is that its waters lay Stagnant. God designed our hearts to behold him, an eternal being. If we were wired for eternity, desiring finite things leaves in our hearts a big gap. That is why the fruit on the tree could not make Adam and Eve wise, at least not like God. That is also why the Samaritan woman wandered in search of husband after husband her heart wasn't satisfied it is not a matter of preferences or prejudices not of moral affiliations or religious inclinations like the jews and samaritans it is a matter of the heart our hearts were designed to be wellsprings, rather than wells. To flow water, rather than hoard it. Whatever a river receives from the source, it enrichingly flows with it. That is why God desires to be our source, our eternal source. The embodiment of all that emanates from within, the riverbanks, With his waters, there is life. What has life moves, breathes, and has being. The waters of Jacob's well signify waters that are dead, for they lie stagnant and without life. Praise God! His waters are life-giving, and they still flow. Best thing is, Now that we believe, the river is here with us. Not only do these waters flow over the earth, but also they flow from within us. Jesus says, and I quote, Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. End of quote. That is John 7, 38 from the ESV version. As much as corruption has seemingly taken over the things that God made, it can't seem to get hold of the source, God. From the incorruptible one, God, still flows life-giving waters. And on the banks on both sides of the river. there will grow all kinds of trees for food. Their leaves will not wither, nor their fruit fail, but they will bear fresh fruit every month because the water for them flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for healing. is drawn from Ezekiel chapter 47 verse 12 again from the ESV version and I quote the river of God sets our feet to dancing end of quote water flows from the throne of God and like the Samaritan woman they make happy all who interact with them a classic song puts it as sets our feet to dancing. What a joy. The river is now here with us. His waters still flow within us. Waters that refresh. Waters that enrich. Waters that fill fu- that and fulfill. Take a hold of these waters. In God's word, in exuberating God's love, in yet hoping in Him, in believing in Him just for a while, then in it all shall end. And we shall exchange what is corruptible for what is incorruptible, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. But Until then, hold on friend, it won't be long. Topic four, today's post theme song. On Sam's blog, we shared a couple of theme songs would help us with bringing the point further home especially for this post the first song is the river is here and we linked it up on the post you can find it on sam's blog on the post the uh, reassurance the river still flows the second video that we linked up is from the bible project which is an amazing youtube channel it says the topic is the water of life go check it out on our post on Sam's blog I hope you're blessed thank you so much for tuning in to Sam's podcast today or might it be tonight we are so grateful to have you here and to have you listening into our podcast for almost half an hour is simply amazing. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your support. Would you like to comment on this? Would you like to reach out to us in any way by any of our platforms? Feel free to do so. We are available on email, you know, to be emailed on samspodcast at gmail.com That is samspodcast at gmail.com You can also find us on our official social media platforms on Instagram and Facebook at samspodcast That is at samspodcast and on Twitter at podcastsam capital P capital S but it kinda doesn't matter so you search us up as at Podcast Sam. Thank you so much for listening in. It has been a jolly sharing with you these two posts off of the reassurance series. I hope you're blessed. I hope you are reassured of the goodness of God in his word and the truths and the promises in his word. He loves you, child. He cares for you. Please trust him. Please hope in him. He will never ever, ever let you down. And he is ever, ever, ever with you. Shalom. See you on the next one. Bye.